0: Hey, couples! It's Thursday night, and that means it's date night. And tonight, we're gonna cover a topic, Tracy. That's probably hard for some couples. In fact, uh, I want to just say kudos for clicking on this one because we're talking about avoiding sexual temptation. And Tracy, this can be a hard one sometimes for couples to talk about if they have some of uh, some maybe infidelity in mm-hmm. their in their background in their history.
1: Yeah. If you've, uh, know someone, maybe a parent when you were growing up, maybe it's family, friends, maybe it's even in your own relationship where you've had, um, a betrayal of trust of that level of, of an affair of infidelity. It is a, it's brutal, it's painful. Um, but we want you guys to know, not only are there some things you can do to safeguard your relationship, but even if infidelity has touched your marriage or your relationship, that that doesn't mean that it's doomed for failure and there can still be hope to save it
0: yeah so we're going to do what we always do we're going to talk through some of these talking points we'll put them below this video so that you can talk about it and make sure to use the discussion questions and this might be one possibly uh, for some of you couples out there you might need to talk about this one with a mentoring couple It can be helpful, I think, to have another couple maybe a little bit older or another couple that you respect, that you trust. They might help you talk through this. But for a lot of couples, um, if you haven't experienced infidelity, if you haven't experienced um, sort of the failure in the area of sexual temptation, it's really good for you to pay attention to this so that you're safeguarding your marriage from maybe some stuff that can happen in the future that can really hurt it. So this could be a foundational Conversation for some of you couples, especially some of you younger couples who are just getting started up.
1: Yeah, I think it's just important to think about these things we're going to talk about and put into practice some of these things to help you avoid the pitfalls that can get you into trouble.
0: All right, so here's the first point To avoid temptation, never put yourself in a situation where temptation can occur without realizing you're being tempted. And this means to watch out for your interactions on social media too.
1: Yeah, so this is a very practical thing to be thinking about. For example, if you travel for work, it would be wise of you to not put yourself in situations that would invite bad decisions, mm-hmm. like meeting at the bar in the hotel and having drinks with co-workers, and then everyone has a hotel room.
0: Or maybe you're on Facebook, and uh, man, you're getting bored, and you're checking out the profiles of maybe a past girlfriend or... Someone that, someone that you think is hot, and you're reaching out to them, be honest with yourself that, that what you're probably doing is you're just opening yourself up for, I think, something that could be detrimental to your relationship long term. That's why Tracy, for us, and this maybe sounds extreme, but we actually have a shared Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And so we've never had an issue with that because... Past girlfriends or boyfriends aren't going to mess with us when they know that the other spouse is watching.
1: Yeah, you would be surprised, or maybe not, depending on the experiences that you've had out there. But when I've been in marriage counseling situations, almost every time I'm dealing with a couple that's experienced an affair, it's started on social media, namely Facebook of just doing the private messaging and they each have their own account and the other one doesn't know. And it just kind of invites this secret world, right, where you can't be tracked by your spouse. And that's just not a good idea.
0: All right. Here's the second point. It's important to be open and honest with your spouse and that means for some you might need to allow your spouse to have final say on who can and who cannot be your friend from the opposite sex. And Tracy, I think probably for some couples they're listening to that point and they're like that that just seems intrusive. That right? Like like what about me? Right? right? That seems controlling. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that?
1: Well, if you're married, the idea behind marriage is that you love your spouse and you don't ever want to do anything to hurt them mm-hmm. and so if your spouse is saying this coworker, this running partner, this climbing partner makes me uncomfortable. I feel like your connection with them seems too intimate. Then the right attitude would be, okay, I need to make some adjustments to that if you're uncomfortable with that. The attitude mm-hmm. shouldn't be selfish to be like, well, too bad. This is my friend and this is what I'm going to do because if the shoe were on the other foot, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't appreciate that attitude either. So your spouse should have room to be honest to say this friend is um, makes me feel uncomfortable, and, and it might not even be what you're doing. It might be the way the other person responds to you that your spouse is picking up on. I just think that person's out for trouble.
0: Yeah, and some couples maybe this is a new type of conversation to have as a couple, so it might feel awkward the first couple of times you talk about it but I think the more you do it the more you're just open as a couple you know again Tracy for us that would look like I remember years ago I said to you hey this woman is dangerous to me right Mm -hmm. our kids were in preschool I think and and uh, it was another preschool mom that I would occasionally run into dropping AJ off to school and so it I think it was really helpful it it like took away the power um, of secrecy that even in just my own heart, in my own mind, I just admitted to you, she's attractive to me. And she's, I think she might have been a single mom. And so that for me, I felt like that was an area that could get me in trouble, because I'll be compassionate Mm -hmm. and, and maybe overstep a boundary. And the beauty of it, man, I really encourage you to do this is admitting that confessing that to Tracy right away, boy, that's the best time to do it because nothing has happened yet, mm-hmm. right? So you're disarming, again, the power of the secret in your own head, in your own heart. And I think that's true for men and for women.
1: Definitely. And, and we're going to be attracted to other people. So right. don't pretend or think that that's bad, but just be truthful and honest about your attractions and put the right boundaries in place so it doesn't lead you down a road that you would later regret.
0: All right, here's the last point. If you've already crossed a boundary and you need to find your way back, seek help from mentors, trusted friends who will tell you hard truth and hold you accountable. This might also be professional counselors or maybe a clergy member.
1: Yeah, this one's really important, especially if you are a couple that's already experienced that that line has been crossed and maybe you're struggling to even be able to talk about it in a productive way because the... The spouse that's been harmed by the affair is just reeling in pain and just total lack of trust in you. And so it's just really hard to get started. That's where it's good to go to professional counseling, go to a mentoring couple that maybe's walked this journey before, go to a clergy member and just be like, we need help to talk through this. Because like I said at the beginning, just because infidelity maybe has entered into your relationship doesn't mean that it's automatically doomed for failure. We know many couples that have been able Mm. to work through it and actually come back stronger because they got serious about their marriage and building into it and building trust and they didn't take it for granted anymore and they put these safeguards in place so they didn't hurt one another again.
0: So again, this might be a really awkward conversation to have if you've never talked about something like this with your spouse, but the sooner the better. And again, we've got questions down below to help you to start that conversation. And if you need more help, reach out to someone else. So that's it for tonight's Date Night topic. We'll see you next week for Date Night.